Welcome to this week's Green Side Up. This is Richard Hensel with the University of Illinois Extension Office, and I've spent the past couple, three weeks talking about gardening and lawn care, and I wanted to get back to gardening for a minute with you today. We can really plant more than one garden in a single season here in northern Illinois, but we have to think about it. We have to plan ahead and recognize that our average frost-free date here in this part of our world is May 5th. That says on May 5th, there's still a 50-50 chance that we could have a frost or a freeze. Now, we have some vegetables that are considered to be very hardy, and they can be put out four to six weeks before the average frost-free date. So now we're back in here. Now we're back in, uh, back right about the time we're talking about right now. So what you have uh, that you could be able to be planted is either by seed or by transplants, Typical things that we put out very early in the season would be leaf lettuce. That grows from seed usually. Put out by transplants would be cabbage. But there are many other plants that go, could go out. You've got kale and onions and peas and rutabaga and spinach and turnips. These could all go out in seed four to six weeks before that frost-free date. Besides the cabbage I mentioned as a transplant, you could address uh, planting asparagus crowns, broccoli or Brussels sprout transplants, if you're a horseradish fan, you can plant the root of the horseradish at that point in time. You could set out onions, whether they're from seed or from sets. Parsley is a very cool season crop and could be set out. Of course, there's always your potatoes. And another perennial crop that could be in the corner of the garden somewhere would be rhubarb. So those very hardy vegetables are out there for us to plant. And that gets us really started. The next group of vegetables are those that we consider to be frost-tolerant. They can take a frost, but they can't take a freeze. And these can go out uh, two to three weeks before that average frost-free date if you're going to be the gardener that gambles a bit. And there we have choices, again, between both seed and transplants. From seed, things like carrots and Swiss chard, mustard, radishes can go out, parsnip seed can go out. For our transplants that could go out that two to three weeks before the average frost-free date, we're talking about cauliflower, Chinese cabbage. Many of our herbs could be set out at that point uh, in, in the season. So we've already covered a very hardy and frost-tolerant. Then the next group we generally call um, warm-season vegetables. And the next group, uh, there's two more groups to go. The first one I would talk about would be what we call tender vegetables. These are ones that can't tolerate um, a frost. They can tolerate cool weather, but they really can't tolerate frost. And at that point, if we're talking about successive plantings, we can sow down our first row of, of uh, stamp beans. It could be the time when we set out some of our first plantings of our early sweet corn. It's the time when other crops that we're comfortable with, like New Zealand spinach, could go out. Transplants of tomatoes could go out on that frost-free, tender frost-free date. And then other warm-loving vegetables that would go out is probably a week or two after the frost-free date would be most of the vine crops. Cucumbers, melons, a lot of the squashes, watermelon. The other warm-loving crops are eggplant, peppers, and, and sweet potatoes. So you have several weeks in the springtime where you can plant something almost every week or every two weeks. And what was going to tell you what you get to grow would be what's on the seed packet and the, the crops your family likes to have on the dinner table. 
So if cabbage is a big deal for you, then make sure you get the cabbage out early enough. The usual failures with our cool season crops is we put them in too late. Cool season crops need the cooler weather when the seed head forms or the part of the plant that we eat anyway forms. So if cabbage is trying to form the cabbage head in hot weather, you don't get a good, sound, solid head of cabbage. It's edible, clearly, but it's not what we were expecting. Uh, So what you want to do is get those cool season crops out early enough so that you can allow them to benefit from the cold weather that they really enjoy when they're, say, putting on the seed head or germinating in the soil. So some of the things you need to look at, again, would be the crops you like to grow, and are they a very hardy, frost-tolerant, tender, or a warm-season vegetable? This is important in terms of setting up your gardening program. Draw a little diagram. Make a little map. Don't overplant. Another challenge that we all have, we... Those plants look so small when we bring them home, but that tomato plant's going to be three by three when it's mature. So make sure we don't overplant. There's lots of literature that talks about the yield per plant to give you an idea how much you're going to get. So use that to help guide how many plants you need, how big the garden is. I've I've mentioned in other shows that a typical garden just as small as 10 by 10 can feed a family of four with all the fresh produce they need for the summer but it is not enough to can with or preserve with, and you have to plant it more than once to continue to benefit from that. So successive plantings of snap beans, expecting to replant radishes again in the late summer so that they're maturing in the cool weather of the fall like they matured in the cool weather of the spring. Transplants of cabbage can be put down again. There's many, many crops. So Swiss chard, for example, once you sow it in the spring, It is strong grower all the way through the season and is very frost tolerant. So you're able to enjoy and benefit the dinner table by having Swiss chard uh, in the garden all season. Okra is a long season crop again, something that uh, can be very enjoyable, but it needs its space. It's relatively tall growing and, and so it needs its space. You might like sweet corn, but in the family garden that's 10 by 10, you really can't put enough sweet corn in to do any good. That's something you take to the community garden or you just decide you're going to support uh, your favorite farmer market and buy it on a weekly basis so you can enjoy it that way. So gardening can be a lot of fun. I encourage everyone to really get out there and try it, even if you don't even have a 10 by 10 space. There's always a spot somewhere in the shrub border for a tomato plant or a pepper plant. Some of the ornamental kales and cabbages today, quite colorful, but yet quite edible. So think about that. You not only have a visual interest, but uh, something you get to eat later on as well. So think about gardening. Try it out. You can't do anything, but give it a shot before you know that's not what you like to do. But I think you would really enjoy it. Uh, It's a great outdoor activity. Well, this has been Richard Henschel with this week's Green Side Up. It's been my pleasure, as always, to talk with everyone, and I'll be back again next week.